0: Welcome back to The Cole Netten show. Show, uh, a show where we just talk to regular normal people uh, about their debt-free story and how they went through it, and so that we can inspire other regular and normal people to do the same. So on the show today, and I know everybody has just been asking, you need to get Derek on the podcast, dude, just the most popular guy ever. So <laughs> One of my good friends, Derek Watson, is on the podcast. Um, you know, he's been my good friend for a while. And actually, I don't know if he knows this, but one of Kate and I's first inspirations to get debt free—we saw how him and his wife Sam uh, were living—and we wanted to do the same. So we're super pumped to have you here today uh, to talk about your story and to help inspire others. Thank you. Yeah, I did not
1: know that, but we're honored to be a part of your guys' journey.
0: Yeah, dude. It was, uh, it was really cool for us to uh, to have you as kind of mentors. And we, had, we had known about the whole, hey, we should probably pay off our debt kind of stuff. And then, you know, we talked to you about it and you're like, dude, it's the best thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> and we're like, okay, that's it. Uh, we got to do this. So, all right, let's start off. What's your story, dude? How much debt did you have? Ooh. How did you pay it off? What was your decision? And everything.
1: Yeah, so again, thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Um, ours is not terribly bad, which is a good thing. Um, we pretty much, We'll start from the beginning. We were blessed. Samantha's parents paid for her entire school, which at the time, I'd never realized like how much of a blessing that even was until we went through this debt process. And we, so I ended up getting, it's not really a scholarship, but the company I worked for through high school offered me a full-time job out of high school. And and part of that was if you come work for us, we'll continue to pay for your, your degree. So, um, on that front too, I didn't have any student loans much like you. So we were able to bypass that, which was great. Um, however, (laughs) I, uh, Came out of high school with no debt, jumped straight to a full time career, thought I was rich. I just thought I had so much money. <laughs> so before I even uh got my first paycheck, I already had my truck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh my my parents, they weren't I mean they were aware of debt and I think my dad definitely my dad was more against than my my mom was. Um, so I don't want to say either of them really talked me out of it. They more questioned, can you afford the payment, which is totally normal. I feel like mm-hmm. in our culture today mm-hmm. and, uh, didn't have any other, you know, payments at the time. So I'm like, yeah, 500 bucks a month. Like, yeah, absolutely. I can do that. So, um, I had those documents signed before I even had my first pay- <laughs> paycheck, um, which was totally normal and, and cool. And, uh, I felt cool. You know, that was kind of the notion of it, but, uh, we had, so that was about 25,000 and then Samantha, we've been together since she was 15. I was 17 high school sweethearts. I think it was the year after she graduated, I proposed. Um, so we had three to 4,000 on that. I was paying it off, but before we kind of became aware of debt. I think there was three or 4,000 left on her ring. So that was really what started it all. I had my truck down to 12 or 13,000 when we got married. And then we really had no plans to pay off debt. It was just, we were aware of it and making our payments like normal. Um, the biggest thing that changed was I wasn't happy at my current career and what I was doing. Um, I was a software engineer followed the path. My dad, he'd worked at the company, he's been there over 20 years. My cousin, who was like my best friend growing up, um, that was his calling for sure. And then my uncle also worked there. So I just didn't know any different and and followed that route. Well, it became aware uh, soon after we were married that like, I'm not happy here and this is not working. And uh, wanted to pursue another career well. Sales was kind of something I was interested in looking in. My father-in-law was in sales his whole life. And um, I think he had a lot of, not direct influence. I don't think he knew, but I was influenced by him. And uh, I found out that moving to that type of career, you're taking a huge pay cut. And so that was really nerve wracking because I was making decent money. I'd been there three and a half years, so um, I was making decent money. And we just didn't know if we could afford it. But on the flip side, we I wasn't happy. I mean, I was miserable. And uh, which is kind of interesting listening to your podcast. I mean, you can relate to that totally. I, 100%. And the biggest thing was, not only am I not happy, but this is not good for the company.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. You, you, you just feel terrible because the company is getting nothing off. Of you. Exactly. And, and you, you feel bad because you know you're essentially, they're stealing their money mm-hmm. and wasting their time. Yep. And they'd be much better off if they had somebody else. Correct. In your position. Yep.
1: So I battled that. It wasn't just a selfish desire because um, the company was great. Um, I literally have nothing negative to say. and every, Everybody that I worked mm-hmm. with was, was great too. Anyway, so went to searching for a job and... Anybody that's gone through that, it's miserable. It's terrible. It's literally the worst thing <laughs> I've so ever done. <laughs> I uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in sales. I just wanted to try it. I think the competitive nature to sales is what kind of drove me there. Um, But I had nothing to show for it. Like, I had nothing on my resume. I was mm-hmm. a software engineer. Mm-hmm. So um I had to put something down and it's kind of, kind of a cool story. That's how Smith and I started our side hustle, our side business, Watson nice. Woodworking, building yeah. custom, uh, kitchen tables and furniture. And I literally, the reason we started that was because I needed something to talk about in an interview process. I needed somebody to see, well, he, he's got some entrepreneurial spirit in him and some sales. And so we did that and we were, we were very, I mean, define your own success. In our eyes, we were very successful in the short 10 yeah. months we did it. Um, And, uh, it gave me something to talk about in interview processes. And I, uh, found a company that I felt like was going to be a good fit to make that jump. And, uh, not to name drop, but my boss at the time, Sean Wood took a chance with me and he said he saw something in me and I am forever grateful for him for, uh, trusting in me. But with that came the significant pay decrease. And so through that transition, never knew of Dave Ramsey and, Dave Ramsey or not, we, we practiced, you know, his philosophies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have to be a Dave Ramsey advocate to still go down this debt-free lifestyle. It's just uh, one way to do it. We never heard of Dave Ramsey. Um, but we were trying to pay off debt as, as fast as possible. And we were able to knock it out the same time I made that uh, career jump. So we made ends meet and knew, okay, if I can be successful in this, it's going to work. But We at least have enough to make it by. So moving towards that direction, um, I started seeing success, I believe, sooner than what was anticipated. Um, Again, I had great people around me at work. I had a great mentor. um, So they definitely helped me um, along that track. But with that came the arrogant. uh, I deserve more. (laughs) My image was more important to me. Uh It was a career that you wore suits every day, which I never saw myself doing, but I didn't mind it also at the time. And one of the sales reps at the time was looking at buying a new Cadillac, not a new one, but a newer. Cadillac,
0: <laughs> this is a newer such... Cadillac than the Cadillac. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah.
1: laughs> this is such a bad story, because <laughs> I look at myself and like I'm grateful for the outcome because it helped me grow, but it was a twenty thousand uh-huh. dollar, uh, you know, teaching. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> well, he was looking at this, you know, this maroon Cadillac and going to the dealership to look at it. And literally the thing that went through my mind was I'm a better sales guy than him and my numbers show for it. And I deserve not to be driving Samantha's sweet 16 Pontiac <laughs> birthday present. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so, um, I found this, this BMW and I, I always wanted to own one. So I mean, I checked that off. Not that I have a buck this guy, but I could check that off. Samantha loved it too. So we were on board we went and looked at it and what do you know? We ended up financing it for eighteen six, and uh, our monthly payment was three hundred twenty-five bucks, and you know we could afford that payment. We knew of Dave Ramsey at the time, and so, but we kind of relapsed a little bit. Uh-huh. We, you know, we weren't we were in a good position, and we had cash flow coming in, and we didn't look at it that way. But we were like, we can afford this, and uh, <laughs> it's so ironic. I mean, if you have faith or not, though. in my opinion, the way God works. So we uh, had that transaction finalized. And I think I was just telling you this at the airport last week, that exact same month, our first payment on the car was being pulled. Mm-hmm. Our tax abatement on our house was up. And so we had to start paying property taxes. So that month going forward, we lost just under $800 a month in cash flow. And to some people, that's a lot of money. To some <clears throat> people, it's not uh, to us. And we're in a hundred percent different financial state. Now it's still a lot of them to mm-hmm. lose $800 a month. Right. Right. And, uh, we freaked out. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Um, we talked about returning the car, which from an egotistical standpoint, uh-huh. I did not want to do that. Right. Right. It was embarrassing. Um, but we figured out, we know what we need to do. We got to pay this off and we got paid off fast. And, uh, we ended up getting rid of a motorcycle we owned $3,000 on, but all said and done, um, we ended up paying, we had, I, I would just say, I'll just round it up to $19,000, we paid it off in just under eight months, and which hurts, and it's, everyone has their own story, and it's hard for me to say it hurts, because I know your guys' story, and that's even tougher to each its own, I would say, um, but it's worth it. And I think that's the most important thing you have to, you know, ingrain in your mind. Um, I ended up taking another career in the midst of all that. And I've been blessed there. It definitely helped um, ease the pain a little bit. But uh, to look at thousands of dollars a month that you're like, oh, I could put this in savings or I could, it wasn't even, I think we got past the image driven lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's still important to us, but it's not like it used to be. And we still struggle with that daily. But, uh, once we got past that and it was like, you know, we need to be responsible. We need to set ourselves up for future success. Mm -hmm. Um, we were able to stick to that and, and continue on. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the high level, (laughs) more in depth story, but that's, that's our, our debt number and our months
0: that we paid it off. So that's awesome, dude. Um, and it's, it's crazy too. Cause are are you a car guy? Would you consider yourself like a car guy? I'm a truck guy, a truck guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm completely opposite. Like I could, I could drive the rattiest beatiest (laughs) car you've ever seen and not care as long as it gets me from A to B. But like, I'm a camera dude. You know what I'm saying? Like Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, everybody, I think everybody has their own thing that they struggle with wanting to overspend on. Um, And I know if I wasn't in the position of wanting to pay off debt and and being smart with my money, I would have credit cards filled with cinema cameras and lights and all that stuff that I'd be paying off. Um, and, And it's crazy different but i think when when you first started you said you, your uh payment on the truck was 500 bucks yeah i think that's don't quote me because i don't know it have, is it's it's like the average
1: average is like 506 right now that's crazy yeah that is insane it's it's not even it's almost depressing that
0: our culture has created that as a norm a norm <laughs> to to spend 500 dollars yeah on a car and you
1: just calculate the interest lost on that it's not some substantial but it's a couple thousand dollars if you're paying three or four percent right if you take it to end of term like it's
0: yeah and and even not even the interest but imagine having an extra five hundred dollars a month to put towards anything honestly a trip you want to do with your family uh investment retirement I think there there was a statistic I read in one of Dave Ramsey's books, and this this blew me away. And this is really what caught my attention. Of dude, I gotta be, I need to be smart with the money, and I gotta start thinking about the future mm-hmm. and not about now. Um, is if you take that car payment and put it in like a mutual fund that gains what ten to twelve percent a year from ages like thirty five to sixty five, you'll have like five point five million dollars. Uh, saved up. That's, that's isn't it weird? Yeah, dude, that's so the, weird.
1: The hardest thing is... I don't know if you've heard of Anthony O'Neill. He's a mm-hmm. Ramsey... Uh, what do they call Personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... What he is doing totally is... Like, it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Because it starts at the youth. Like... Yeah. You talk to anybody that isn't... I don't want to say financially driven or just the norm. Mm-hmm. Retirement, they don't even right hap- like they don't want to think about it they don't and mm-hmm. it's not like there's such a negative impression of retirement right like it's not fun it's not boring it's right. retirement but it's it's so important especially like to be able to get ahead at such a younger age it's mm-hmm. easier yeah. to do it oh absolutely start
0: yeah and you don't have to put and, and you can put a certain amount up to a point and then you can even stop yep and yep. because you started so early and that compound interest just keeps going yeah. and, yep. and it's crazy. Uh, and I always struggle with the whole, you know, I want to spend money on my business, right? I want to get new cameras. I want to get more lights. I want to get bigger production stuff so I can go with bigger clients, get a bigger budget, shoot a bigger film and, and you know, make more money um, and, and kind of shoot uh, bigger projects um, and so I really have to be careful with justifying the equipment <laughs> that I buy, and I, I have to look at it in a way where, okay, if I buy this camera, how much do I think it's going to make me? Um, what what can I get uh, gig wise? Um, you know that's going to eventually pay this off, um, and it's it's tough because essentially you can you can justify anything 100%, yeah. <laughs> honestly um uh and you can tell yourself yo, this is going to make this is going to make me more money whatever but you know if you don't go out and do it it's mm-hmm. it's just going to sit there so we uh, can
1: we can total when we are doing our our side hustle building furniture mm-hmm. there is 200 pieces of p- machines and tools that right. i could use right. that i'm like hon, if we bought this, like <laughs> we could cut this time in like a third or right. a half, but right. it's what I have found, which it's tough is just contentment. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. saying, okay, I know that will take me here where I need to be, but if it takes me eight months to break even on that piece, like <clears throat> I need to know I'm going to have that consistent business coming right. in to there justify you it. But I totally, and it's hard because you love this. Like it's I your know, passion. Dude. It is. Like, it is, dude. Take it, like emotionally. Right. Making a decision. feels so good. Right. But like <laughs> logically you're like, it's 40, 60. Right. Like. Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and I think it's, it's really tough to think. It's easy to think about the now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to think about the future. Yeah. Um, and there's, I've lately I've been thinking and I, I use this phrase every time. Every time I want to buy something, every time I want to do something right now, uh, I always tell myself, is it worth it? Those are the four words I use, four words I use to say, you know, it it, it helps me to stop and think and go, okay, take a step back. Is it going to be worth one, the investment? Um, So like if I, if I feel like eating four pounds of spaghetti, I'm like, man, is it worth it? Like, is it gonna, is it good? And I started doing that on other aspects of life as, um, other than just buying equipment and stuff. Um, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's fun to do your passion, um, and to, and to turn it into a full-time job is, is even better. Cause I mean, I'm working, but I'm not, I'm, I'm enjoying life and, and I was in your same position where dude, uh, work was miserable for me, uh, was my personality It had nothing to do with anybody who worked there. Wonderful employees, wonderful boss, just great everything. It just wasn't me.
1: It's interesting because when you told me what you're doing, I (laughs) I I didn't even know. I can't even process what I was thinking because I went, "That's just not him." Yeah, like that's just not him. No. So it's awesome where you're at now, and and two, it was a kind of a learning. Step a stone you, you know, Mm -hmm. were able to turn over and identify, which I love. In your last podcast, you said, My alternate, like, my alternative to this not working is going back to that, and Mm -hmm. I can't do that, Mm -hmm. dude. That, like, that mindset is what's going to make you successful. Mm -hmm. I mean, just knowing I don't have a plan B, I can't fall back, I got to figure out how to make this
0: work, right? Definitely, because I I knew exactly what I didn't want (laughs) to do, and by knowing what I didn't want to do. Um I knew I had to do what I wanted to do I right. had to make it work um and it's funny you say that because i t- I talked to my parents after that and and at that point it was it was money driven um we had set up a meeting with Travis and we looked through our things and we're like, okay um this is when we're gonna get out of debt and it was like gosh it was a long time fifteen months i we knocked it down to fifteen months after whatever and I'm like man I got, I got to do something. Like I'm not, I'm not even included in this. I got to get a job somehow. Um, and so what's tough is getting a job sucks. And you said it earlier and it was tough. I got lucky getting a scholarship, um, to play for Iowa state. And so I didn't have any student loan debt, but what came with that was absolutely zero experience in the workforce. And so when people asked for my resume, I was like, well, I played football. Like, that was it. That's all I had. I didn't have anything else. I'm the um, leading scorer in yeah, I would say history. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, nobody cares. Yep. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. uh, Job-wise, I had to shut down my website uh, through college because the NCAA wouldn't let me make money. Quote-unquote, make money off my name. Really? Yeah, so I couldn't, I couldn't shoot weddings for money or anything. It had to be for free. Yeah, so uh, it it was tough that to get experience. That just blows my mind. I, isn't it crazy?
1: Like, so I or any college probably not just mm-hmm. Iowa State is telling you,
0: you cannot go out and gain yeah. experience and be paid. Right.
1: We need you to. You
0: there, there. are a few jobs you can get in the summer, and you have to sign a release form that employees have to sign wow. it. And make sure it's all. It's crazy. Our but, school but system I is so messed yeah, up. Yeah, but I couldn't do freelance because essentially it was my own. It was my own thing, and, and there was a lot of... I could go into the NCAA and, and all this kind of stuff. We, there was a guy, we wanted a party bus for our wedding, and NCAA wouldn't let us have that either because wow. he was now a state fan, <laughs> and we were going to pay him. It's not like he was giving it for free. It is It's weird, but uh, that was the tough part. Is So I went from... I looked at places <clears throat> where I wanted to go, like ad agencies. I wanted to do some creative stuff, videography. Uh, just nobody was really hiring Um, and it was tough to, it was tough to find what I wanted to do. So I fell back to, all right, I I gotta get something like, what, what can I get? Um, it just essentially started applying everywhere. Um, and then found that career and I was like, oh man, it was a wear, wear a suit every day, which gosh, that was tough for me for some reason. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I sweat a lot. It's just not comfortable, um, sitting in a chair, I, I was get I started getting fatter than I already was. And I was like, man, this is tough. <laughs> and my parents said the same thing. So I called my parents and I was like, guys, I got a job. Like, cause they're worried about me. You know, I'm, my personality is lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I just went, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and I'm, I was the video game player, stay up uh, all night kind of guy. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't be lazy in, in football because essentially you're forced to be, otherwise you're not playing or mm-hmm. you're getting kicked off, one of the two. So uh, that was great. When, when somebody made me work hard, I, I could work hard. But um, when it came to the workforce, I was not a worker, quote unquote worker. Um, I never, never had a job in high school. Um, I was blessed too. My parents would pay for almost everything. Um, as long as I was, I mean, I put, I put a lot of work into sports, obviously. Um, it's not like the scholarship just came out of the blue because I didn't, I didn't work for it, but, uh, I had my summers free. I wasn't bagging groceries like a lot of people I knew. Um, and so I, I tried to enjoy life, but, um, it was tough and I, I fell back on the whole, I need to start making money even if I don't like it. Uh, I got to get this job. So I did. And God, I just feel terrible to this day that I said yes and <laughs> that they it, offered me the job. I get it. Because uh, they, they took a chance on me. And I'm like, man, I'm going to make them proud. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. This is so hard. Um, <clears throat> calling people, 40, 45 people a day, sitting at a desk, just going through emails. And I'm like, man, there's got to be, I'm not good at this. This isn't what I like doing. Um, everybody here is not getting better because of me, including myself. Um, and then it was it was go time from there. But <laughs> I keep I keep wanting to say I told my parents I, I keep getting messed or uh, off track. But I called my parents. I'm like, hey, I got a job, you know? Um, be proud of me, you know? I, I I'm making money now. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. They're proud of me. Um, and then my dad told me. They hung up and looked at each other and said, "He's not going to last that (laughs) job." They knew exactly. I I love this story. They knew exactly. Oh my gosh, they knew exactly my personality, and they said, "Yep, it's it's. We'll see how long that lasts." And it was three weeks, which is just terrible. So, um, the other thing is, if I wanted to get another job, I still couldn't put that on my resume. Yeah. Cause who's going to, who's going to look at you working at a place for three weeks and go, yeah, let's hire yeah. this guy, you know? So essentially I remember coming home and I told Kate and I was like, yep, uh, I quit. She knew right away. Um, did you guys talk me. about it before? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no that was the part. And she was, I mean, she wasn't super happy, uh, but she understood. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of times where we card pooled and I'd bring my own lunch and she would pick me up and I'd be standing outside the office with my lunch, just looking miserable. And she hated to see it too. So I, I was very lucky to have a very supportive wife too. Uh, kind of, I, I didn't say it screwed, I don't want to say it screwed us, but it, I mean, it, it set us back a little because mm-hmm. took a huge pay cut and I had to figure out, no, I had, I had a little bit of business just from experience. Um, I had a drone, a bunch of things like that. And so I, I had some work that I could show people and I could go out and and say, Hey, can I do this? You know, started to get into some other things like, Hey, can I do this for free? I just need some experience doing that. Um, and it's grown what it is into today and, and it's awesome. So it's, it's really cool. Um, now you, now when in your journey did Sam quit her job? Yeah. So
1: that was interesting. Um, conversation for those who don't know my wife she is very goal-oriented um if there's a plan in place you better not deviate from it because you're gonna hear about it um she's just driven such a driven individual i'm so blessed to have her in my life and she wanted to stay she's working for a corporation downtown des moines she wanted to stay there and i Totally supported her. I think my first preference would have been to stay home with the kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that is. Um, Just I think it's from people we knew that said, if you can do it, you won't regret it. And uh, so that was my first want with her. But I told her I'd support her either way. So she ended up deciding she's going to stay working and we were going to figure out daycare. Um, so the interesting thing is when we started calculating how much daycare was, it was, and as people know who enroll in daycare, Uh it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like more than a mortgage payment to depending on number of kids and where you go. Uh So we sat down one night, we were looking up daycares, trying to just figure some things out. And I looked at her and I was like, "Hun, this is going to eat up a lot of what's just, do simple math, a lot of your paycheck or a portion of mine. We're going to have a couple hundred dollars left over every month from your paycheck or mine. I'd rather invest that in you and look at it like I'm paying you to be home with our kids. And not that daycares don't raise them correctly. I don't even want to, I want to use that loosely because mm-hmm. a lot of people believe your kids are raised in daycare. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. That's not how we perceived it. But I told her if you're gonna be home, they're gonna be around you. They're gonna be surrounded by what we believe in and Absolutely. what we want them to be yeah. surrounded from. And I just told her to pray about it, and uh, which we did. And we were driving home from her uh, family's uh, Easter, and we weren't even talking. And she just goes, "I'm staying home." Really? And I was like, "What?" And she goes. I just, that's what I'm doing. I'm staying home. Which was, I didn't expect it and it was huge for her to make that decision. Uh, But the the cool thing was we had been following this debt-free lifestyle. We were living below our means. I'm not even sure. We always are doing something Mm -hmm. Mm investment-wise, whatever you want to call it, whether it's in a hobby or to make money. I don't know. But it's not like we're just, sitting around cash piling money somewhere we've never been that type we've always said how can we invest this in something and uh by living that lifestyle not having any consumer debt we were able to essentially lose her income and me work full-time and still make ends meet and that's been a huge blessing i've been i've been grateful and blessed for my employer um they're awesome and uh it's been awesome having her stay home. So uh, I don't know, I kind of went down a rabbit trail there, but that was kind of how we got to that decision. And she's a full, and I don't say she's a stay-at-home mom. She's a full time mm-hmm. stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Works more hours than I do. Uh-huh. Clock's in at seven, clock's out at eight. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, You know, and, and there's such a, I, and I've found this and I was fault to this before, but mothers that stay at home do not have it easy right right my wife says it was easier working full-time um but and i think there there comes with you know some guilt because she feels like she's not contributing um but i constantly remind her if it wasn't for her and what she's doing i couldn't be doing what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and we're Mm -hmm. a team and that's how we are being successful in our eyes so that's how we got to that decision it's been it's been great. There's more days she wants to probably go back to work, but, uh,
0: um, you know, you put your head on the pillow and start fresh in the morning. Right. That's awesome. And I I think that's a huge motivation for a lot of people too. Um, I know Kate's the same way too. Uh, eventually, you know, she, she's really adamant about being a stay at home mom and staying with the kids and, and she, she wants to do the same thing. Um, but, you know, she's, she's working on some other things that she can do at home too. Um And, and that's, it's so cool that you were able to do that. And I was going to ask you this, but you answered it. You, you weren't, you probably weren't uh, going to be able to do that if you weren't debt free, right? No, no, that's no, crazy no
1: thing. chance. And the thing is, is if you look at having, and again, to each his own, this is our perspective. <clears throat> and those who see things different, like if that works for them, that's great. Um, there's no one right way. Um, but to have car payments, to have credit card debt, whatever it may be, little tiny things over time start to add up. And when you sit down and realize, like, it's such a cool thing to know if you quit, we're good. Right. If I quit right. and you're working, we're good. Like there's no stress there i mean there's still
0: there's still stress
1: you know but it's very little you don't (laughs) think about it near as often i'll put it that way
0: right and it's not it's not like life altering stress correct too right i there was one story we've had again not a car guy so i've got like a 2002 mercury mountaineer that's rusting and it needs fixed every once in a while and not too long ago, I, I had to replace the brakes and it had been so long that I also had to replace, I'm pretty sure it was like the rotor, rotor or something. The rotors. Yeah, man. they were, uh, they were doing some scraping. So uh, it cost more than we'd like. It was like six, 700 bucks for all, for all that uh, replaced. And, you know, we're like, oh, this sucks, you know, complaining about it. But I, I was at the place and I heard there was this other couple who was there and I was behind them waiting to uh bring my car in for an appointment and you know they said oh, like we we can't fix our car we have to wait to our paycheck because we don't have the money to fix our car and it just it like hit me at that point i'm like this is why we do what we mm-hmm. do and i'm like i came home to kate i'm like hey we're complaining about this but we shouldn't be because yeah. we have the money we have yeah. our emergency fund um, and each money we put away for the car too. Cause we know it's, we not just the last started <laughs> doing that this year. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, it's, that's the spot. And I felt terrible for him. I'm like, that's the spot we didn't want to be in and we're not there. We should be grateful. We shouldn't be, yeah. you know, mad about it. Um, but yeah, no, that's really cool. It's, so, and it's,
1: you were correct when you said it's not life altering. Cause years ago to have a thousand dollar expense come out of nowhere. Would have just like shut you down. Yeah, I mean it would have that that wouldn't have. Now don't get me wrong. When that stuff happens, I am beyond <laughs> irritated right? because right. even though you have those, we're on the same page. Emergency fund, right? Which I don't know if we're gonna go down that later, but it's important to have an emergency mm-hmm. fund or just mm-hmm. a fund with um, money sitting there for when life happens because it's gonna happen. And right. the funniest thing is, is if you're breathing something's going to happen. Yeah. So be prepared. Right. And getting out of debt allows you to fund that mm-hmm. quicker. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've had that in place. Um, and it's, and like I said, it's not that, oh, you know, my brakes and rotors went out. That's 800 bucks. Ah, no big deal. No, you're still mad about it, mm-hmm. but it stings a little less. Right. And that's the important thing. And right. You're not mad about it for the next two weeks. Right. You're, you know, you're going to be right. mad that day. Yeah. And that's, we're human. Right. That's normal. Right. Our last meeting with, uh, with travis was kind of interesting because 2019 just it kicked our butts it was it was a tough year we identified why and how to change it to set ourselves up differently for this year um we had a tree fall in our house we had our basement flood multiple times uh samantha's car that we purchased our first vehicle we purchased cash with yes The engine died after owning it for six months and needed to be completely redone. I didn't know any redone, and we had a baby. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it was just like, man, I, you know, and this was all like in the first quarter of 2019. So it's it's not even like I'm in the ninth round, right? I'm in the first round, and I'm just getting punched (laughs) after punched, and it's just miserable. But. To have someone, and we were talking with Travis about this, and he said he listed, because we didn't list these out. We just, we had a bunch of stuff going on. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Our life sucks right now. We've been doing everything right. Why do we feel this way? He listed all these out and it was like, this, I like, didn't even, like, yeah, it's a, it's a speed bump, but you didn't run into, you didn't drive into a brick wall. And it was like that perspective we needed, and it's mm-hmm. so weird because... Mm-hmm that perspective isn't hard to find, right. but we couldn't find it. Right. And, but when we looked at it from that, that perspective, it was like, man, could you imagine if we had, like, what yeah. if we were paying $300 a month on that car? Right. Like, oh my God, I would have right. probably drove it off of cliff and stayed <laughs> in it. Like I, I paid 300, you know, and my motorcycle, we, right. Samantha treated me to an anniversary so we take out a loan and we had, we owed three grand on that motorcycle and I owned it for like three months and I paid a hundred dollars a month cause it was easy to afford. Yep, yep. And like the third month something happened and I remember yelling at her, not at her, in her direction. <laughs> we, I have to go pay $700 to uh-huh. fix this and I can't afford that. So I'm paying a hundred dollars on something that's just going to sit in my garage.
0: Right. Like man. Right. That's so, that's so crazy. Dude, that's so crazy. <laughs> I wanted to talk about your house too, because when when did you buy your first house? We bought our first one,
1: like the Mitchellville house. Mm-hmm. And we closed on it uh, Christmas Eve, December, or Christmas Eve, 2013.
0: Were you in debt at that point? Or had you had all your debt? We,
1: y- no, we were out of consumer debt. Okay. And we were renting. Gotcha. So we had no debt at that time. Correct. Nice. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> we could afford it because we had 18 months of tax abatement. So Ooh. $400 a month, we weren't paying.
0: Right, And right. we were going to
1: move before we kicked in because that's what everybody was doing. Right, Buying right, a nice house right. and they were jumping houses every time that tax abatement. You're building new houses and then jumping. Right, right. Um, didn't have any consumer debt at that time. Um, and then we ended up taking on that house I don't know if you want to know figures. I think we paid 182 grand, or financed 182 on it. Um, then kind of went through the journey we spoke about earlier, and then our our goal was
0: to just start getting our mortgage debt paid off. Um, it, how far did you get? Because you sold that house for, that was a great investment.
1: Yeah. So part of our plan, which my my grandpa, he was a carpenter his whole life, and my dad. Dabbied in that uh, early on in his career, and it's just you know, my dad and father-in-law both just know what they're doing. Um,
0: they're men, okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which they're is manly men. which is
0: what I'm gonna help you hang these. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually brought him over to hang some shelves. Yeah, me, these shelves then, after this. Yeah, podcast. and then he just sat down. I was like, all right, let's. Might as well just let's see a where podcast. this takes us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but part of a, uh, and I don't know why, Samantha and I, we've always had a passion to. Uh, renovate. I don't want to say flip a house yet because I think it was just more renovate the house. And the upstairs of that house was um, finished, of course, and the basement was left unfinished. And her and I's goal was to finish the basement and build equity in it. We had no goals to plant or goals to sell it. We just wanted to do it. And uh, I helped my dad renovate his basement um, in high school. So I kind of I felt like I knew enough to be dangerous. And then... Uh, <laughs> Then I learned uh, I failed as I went. I'll put it that way. Yeah, there you go. The very first wall go. I put up, uh, all my studs were on the wrong side of the oh. chalk line. So they all went this way, which I didn't think was a big deal until I went to drywall and I couldn't find the, the stud to hang the drywall. But anyway, so we this is kind of a interesting story. So we, her and I, and I had buddies that would come over and help do odd and things on some days to hang out. Um, we ended up finishing our basement. For the most part, we paid cash for that. We, this was before, I believe, before the BMW. So we had a little bit more cash flow then. And we were just trying to um, cash flow the whole thing the best that we could. Mm -hmm. I mean, we weren't following the debt free lifestyle. We were just trying to be a little bit responsible. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up, I think we only put like 10 or 12 grand into the basement. And uh, we had one little corner left that we were going to do our bar area. And we wanted to be super unique. I, We get a lot of inspiration from online, but we don't want, we've never wanted to just do what's in at the time within reason. I mean, there's some things that are in and we actually really like, so we will take inspiration from that, but we wanted to be super unique. So I custom built all the cabinets. Um, again, no training. I just watched some YouTube videos and thought I'd give it a shot. And, uh, it was I was telling you in the airport, it was the first project that we charged. Yeah. I had a credit card, but it was work. It was a work credit card. So it was my personal credit card, but I only used it for work expenses. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is I had my debit card compromised four times in one year while traveling. And that's my actual money. So I had to wait weeks for this money to be replenished. Dang. So that's why I, I got the credit card. Uh-huh, I was uh-huh. sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's strictly for business expenses or we budget for a project we save up for it and then we charge it to the credit card <laughs> i hate saying that <laughs> but for points but we have the cash so it's not like we're i, I right. still think there's some validity there i know dave ramsey and right, other people right, might not right, believe right. it but you i know
0: I, the thing the thing with dave is is he's such a i mean he's a numbers guy and it's like 70 percent of people end up not paying off the credit right. card right so yeah. i mean if you know you're the responsible Mm -hmm. 30% and you've proven it, um, then I think you're fine. The biggest
1: thing too is I hear a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to jump here and then go back. Mm -hmm. Well, we charge everything to our credit card and pay it off monthly. The studies show there's no emotional connection to a credit card versus paying cash. So that's where I think it's a little dangerous Mm -hmm. um, for us. We literally sit down and have a budget meeting about every project we're gonna do and detail everything out to like as close as we can, save up the money, go buy it, and then we do a payment to mm-hmm. that credit card. So mm-hmm. that's and that's worked well for us and we've never yeah. got out of line. Yeah. Anyways, the bar was the first project. I had money coming in. I didn't want to wait because we were trying to get it done before Freddie's birthday., yep. his first birthday. Yes, Freddie's nice. first birthday. And uh, we got the whole thing done, and I think it was between two and three thousand dollars. It wasn't anything significant. I mean, it was between two and three thousand dollars, which is a good chunk of money. Well, as soon as it was done, like a week before or so, maybe a month before Freddie's birthday, we found out number two was on the way, and I couldn't help. Just I was, I wasn't angry.
0: Yeah. I was more angry at myself because... I'm showing him this when he grows up. (laughs) Showing William. William. (laughs) It's your fault.
1: It's not your fault, I love you. Um, It was just one of those... At the end of the day, it was immaturity. Yeah. And uh, it's not that... I don't want to say it was a contentment thing, but it was just immature, spending money before you have it type of thing. And on that subject, our BMW purchase was we were going to pay it off like within a month or two after the new year because I was supposed to be getting a bonus from work. I misread the bonus structure. And so instead of having probably eight-tenths of what we owed on the car, Uh I ended up getting like a quarter. so That's tough. It's another learning experience. Yeah, definitely. Don't spend your money before you have it, even if you think it's coming. Mm
0: -hmm. I I get that all the time because – I'm supposed to get paid on this date or the project's done. And then if you go through a company, they've got to go through somebody else and it takes 30 to 60 days. And I'm like, Oh my yep. goodness, dude. Yeah. So I've, I've definitely <clears throat> been there where I'm like, hey, this month should be a good one. <laughs> I'm like, what happened yeah. that month? Dude? Yeah. I'm like, uh, still waiting on like five people to pay me this month. So yeah, yep. I uh, been there, done that. Uh, can't go back. Yeah. So we, uh,
1: so to kind of finish that question, <laughs> we ended up, uh, also paying down the house, had no plans of moving. I literally was talking to my brother-in-law, Josh on a Saturday. What are your guys' plans? Like, are you just going to stay there? You, you want to move? And I told him, I said, no, we're going to try and get this mortgage debt paid off. We were bored and I had to go back to my hometown and we, I found this house online. I stumbled upon it. I always check the market just to see what's out there. Found this house online and uh, told Samantha, like, Hey, we're going to be driving right by it. Let's just go drive by and check it out. And it's our current house now. So we found this property and we wanted to try and quote flip it for the first time as an investment and see, Hey, we've always talked about flipping a house. We kind of did it, but our new, you know, our current house was, it was new. We just wanted to flip a house as an investment and, it was strictly a financial driven decision. We wanted to make sure the biggest thing was we didn't want to take on any more mortgage debt. Mm. So how much equity do we now have in this house? So we had to do a market analysis, talk to our realtor and say, what is this house worth before we even go down this rabbit trail? And um, she felt like we had enough equity in it, take out realtor fees. If you use a realtor, we did. Um, And any other fees that come with it. And she said, I feel like you guys will have enough in it. So we ended up... We bought it for 182. We had it down to 165, and then we sold it for two, just under 260. So we had, we almost had, we had about 96,000 in equity that's on awesome. the house, and so that was able to, that the house we purchased was mm-hmm. more money, but we mm-hmm. were able to put a significant amount down right. to bring our mortgage debt equal, and then the leftover money that we had, uh, instantly started going into renovating. Yeah,
0: which has been awesome. That's sweet, dude. So that's sweet. Uh, what are your What are your plans with that?
1: Depends on the day. Um, Originally, our plan was to renovate and kind of just bring up today. It was built in the 1980s. -hmm. So not everything was outdated, but the majority of it was. So we were just going to just clean the rooms up, renovate them, paint, carpet, trim. Um, I believe, if you ask Samantha, she was going to do all the bathrooms, but I don't know if I actually had plans to touch the bathrooms. Gotcha. and then just some new flooring and some trim and then finish the, ba- the basement was unfinished. So we were going to do what we yeah, just did yeah, and make some money. Um, that's completely changed. <laughs> She's having me relocate stairs, ripping out <laughs> oh, load bearing walls. No. Um, it's been, it's been awesome. And um, it kind of is a dream come true. Like yeah. this isn't, we've always wanted to do it. She has no, history or background or training on interior design, but she's phenomenal at it. Like I don't care what anybody says, like ask her opinion because she knows what's up. And uh, so she, you know, everyone joked for the chip and Joanne of uh, fix uh-huh. her upper. She has the vision and just tells me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, she Did just you look
0: on YouTube on yeah. how to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And uh, you know, and it's not all by my own, you know, my father-in-law has helped a lot. My, my dad's helped a lot. Um, I've had I my neighbor just met him when we moved in October of last yeah. year. He's helped me out a lot. Um, he's, he's around our age and, um, so it's been great, but yeah. So I think, uh, last we spoke, our plans <laughs> on this house is to completely flip it mm-hmm. and finish off as much square footage as we can and then do it the way we want to live in it. And then if we decide we want to move or find something else, uh, we'll have that option. And if not, it's the way we want it to be and we'll be happy in it. So that's where we're at
0: right now on it. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Debt-wise, I want to talk about, so what was what was the hardest thing? What was the hardest thing for you uh, paying off the debt? The hardest thing I would have
1: to say is we were paying off. To us, a significant amount per month. I mean, it was like a couple thousand dollars per month, as you guys can relate to. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to be like, "This is going to a car that's I already have sitting in the garage." Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a big hunter. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know, how much hunting <laughs> stuff I could buy yep. with this. And my wife, she has hobbies too, you know. So it's not right. just me. Right. Um, but the hardest thing is definitely just seeing this money. That we could, you know, use for whatever we want for fun and having to choosing to be responsible with it and getting out of debt.
0: yep, yep, I completely agree with you. I think for me, that was the toughest part too, because we're like, yeah, like we just paid off two, three thousand dollars a month. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're it it's gone. yeah, see ya, yeah, see you later. And I had. I made Kate make me a chart, like one of those donation charts like of a th- thermometer. And you fill it in and as you And we had go. to fill it in because I needed to see yep. it going towards something. Um, because to have it leave our account and then knowing, like, well, it's not an investment. Like, I don't have any new camera stuff. I had to know. That was tough. Dude, It was it was really tough to just buckle down and mm-hmm. know that, okay, this is good. This is for our future. And when this is all done, we'll be getting that money, yep. but just not
1: yet. And that, the thing is, is for us, it was strictly just a vehicle or vehicles, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you this much, like this is what's taught me. I've now bought two vehicles completely with cash and not only is that super awesome. And when you tell the car sales guy, you're paying cash he like laughs and doesn't think you're serious. And you're like, no dude, like I'm
0: serious. I'm like, here's my briefcase. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Flip it open. I got him right here. Um, it's, it's kind of cool just to see the response and just not that I need any, like, I don't need somebody to be like, Oh my gosh, you're so cool. Like you're so special. This is, but to hear somebody actually like say, this is completely unheard of to us. Just makes you feel right good about yourself. Yeah. Like all the hard work's paying off. Where I was going with that is, like I said, we've bought two cars now. My truck I just got last February, and uh, you start to negotiate differently yeah. when you're not financed because you know if I can talk this guy down another five hundred, a thousand, two hundred bucks, like that's literally more money in my yeah. pocket. Right. It's not being financed right. and you start to ask questions of, wait, what is this $83 thing? What is this $23 thing? Uh Uh And it makes you think like, is this thing that this asset that just depreciates worth this amount of money to me today? And that's the hardest thing because I love trucks. Like I want the biggest souped up truck out there. And it's tough because I also surround myself with people who have nicer trucks and some pay cash for it and some don't, but it's hard to be content. And but at the end of the day, like I'm grateful for my my pickup. Mm-hmm. We were able to pay cash for it. It's gets me from point A to point B. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's crazy to think like, is it worth paying this much money for something? And that BMW, interesting fact, <laughs> eighteen it was nineteen grand. Uh-huh. We sold it a year and a half later because we had a kid coming and it was just not easy to get a car seat in. So we were planning for that so we were trying to sell it it took me like over nine months to sell that thing because there's not a huge market for it yeah right it's super expensive Uh to maintain it like maintenance wise right bought it for nineteen thousand. sold it a year and a half later for six grand
0: and that was private trade-in
1: was like 4500 ouch you want to talk about money down a drain oh my Gosh, i was that's crazy. i was very i was very mad and i didn't overpay for that car like right we
0: checked that's oh that was right in the goodness. middle when we bought it that's why i'm so glad i'm not a car guy yeah because but the other thing too is technology it's start i'm starting to see that in technology now too technology's actually worse dude it's going so <laughs> fast it's, yeah it's like my camera is outdated in yep. a year. Yeah. And then nobody wants to buy it anymore. Yep. My like, dude, in order to stay up on everything. Um, and you don't always need the latest and greatest thing. It it's awesome and it helps you with your, you know, <clears> filming <throat> and stuff and then and then you've got the big cinema cameras that can go up to like $20,000. Like that's a car. That's insane. For a camera. Um, but yeah, that's the other thing is and And that th- those will last you a while, those will last you a long time, but um yeah, my car i I just drive it around and it's an old, just beat up car, and I just pull up to other people and I'm like, yeah, it's paid off
1: <laughs> samantha and and Kate were out a month ago or so at a girl's night and and they were driving nicer vehicles and uh Samantha told me that night that her and kate waited at the door for all the girls to leave because they didn't want to see him get in their Dave Ramsey cars.
0: <laughs> and I was like, it's That's kind of a so funny fun. story. It is it's a funny story. story. Like, but you know, I priorities. Love so. it, dude. And Kate won't drive my car to work because she's embarrassed. Well, wants to, <laughs> doesn't want her coworkers. And I'm like, she's like, man, we, I eventually I'll get a truck mm-hmm. for, um, all my equipment and stuff in the back seat." Um, but dude, it's in there and, and I pull up and, you know, if somebody asks me like, Oh, why don't you have a new car? I'm like, oh, it's cause I don't owe anything on yeah. this and it's not depreciating at all because because it's depreciated nobody, it's, it's at zero It's <laughs> like it is all the way down yeah. so nobody's gonna pay me to buy this yeah. anything so i am losing nothing on this exactly. car there's nothing wrong with there's that. no it's awesome
1: and i'm not against people that want new cars I right mean, that's oh yeah totally Dude. fine that's their
0: hobby that's absolutely just make sure you can afford it yeah. and it's not putting you in a hole Yep. um but yeah it's and don't lease vehicles don't we- for for those it is um, the most expensive way to finance most a vehicle expensive way to finance a vehicle so. and there yeah and the other thing is like because kate's like i don't want to i don't want to get out of your car i'm like well here's the deal if i get out on a job of my car and my client goes jeez uh why don't you have a new car i'm like it's because you don't pay me like you want me to get a new car and look nice and pay me more money? <laughs> like yeah. this isn't me, this yeah. is you. <laughs> help me, help you, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, this is your fault. Don't look at me like I'm the one who's who's wrong yeah. uh, driving a bad car. I'm like you. Give me some more money. I can get a new car. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, that's funny. Um, okay. Uh, wh- any advice, somebody who wants to get out of debt. Is like man, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to give up anything uh, for the lifestyle. What advice do you have for that person, the naysayers?
1: So by nature, my job and how I help people, I'm in sales, of course. And so, what I find to work best if I was directly talking with somebody is really to get to know what do they want. Like at the end of the day, what do you want? What are you trying to accomplish? And focus, whatever I would tell them, focus it around that specifically. A more generic answer would be, you don't have to give up anything. And the interesting thing I found and the whole reason why I wanted to get out of a out of debt and get on a budget is because I wanted to spend more money. Right. <laughs> I, I hated not having money right. and getting to the next pay period, mm-hmm. looking at my wife and saying, why do we have less money in our savings than we did two weeks ago? Yep. And I know we put money in savings two weeks
0: ago. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. We just got paid. Yeah. Where's my money? Yes. And
1: so to answer your question, it's identify, and I hate answering this. Everyone says you have to have a why. It's so important. You have to, but you also that's that's a broad answer like you know what's your why why did you start and it's it's true it's appropriate but actually sit down and reflect like what do i want not just the why but what do i want and is it worth more to me than where i'm at today and what i have told a lot of people is don't hold on to something good when something great could be waiting for you Mm -hmm. and this is speaking from experience. And I know you and Kate can say that too. Like things were good. They weren't bad,
0: but where you're at now is, is not even comparable no, to where you dude. were. That's the thing. And it, it's like, for us, it's opened up the opportunity of, I can pursue my dream. Mm-hmm. I can work what I love to do because we've given ourselves that opportunity to where we're not held down by a car payment. Yeah. We're not held down by all this other stuff That we have to pay monthly in order to survive because we like nice things you know we're we're completely fine with living in an apartment that's just big enough for us to you know live um but we're so happy it's a nice apartment it's a nice townhouse (laughs) don't don't discredit yourself you're right you're right (laughs) now we did live in a one bedroom 600 square foot squished uh, i had to fit my office in there somewhere but yeah no, no this is okay you're right you're right <laughs> i'm not downplaying it but um that i mean that's why we don't have a house yet because mm-hmm. we're we both i mean i took a pay cut uh to pursue my dreams um i could be making more money but i'd be miserable we could probably have enough for a house now but it's not worth it because mm-hmm. i'm i wouldn't give up what i do for anything in the world yeah. it's tuesday afternoon look at us yeah huh yeah uh, Gee. just don't don't let my boss hear this podcast no no i told <laughs> I him i was did. doing it <laughs> that's awesome uh um, but yeah uh well we were supposed to do it at 11 today and just derek shows up at noon and i'm like dude are you okay like are you on your way uh, you didn't get yeah, lost did you I no, got that good. text and i was like we have different times i had noon down he had 11 <laughs> no that's the part but. that's the cool part about it is doesn't matter for us mm-hmm. cuz we got all day man. Yeah. And that's really cool um for us to be able to do that. So I feel like
1: to kind of turn a question to a question.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to add in there
1: getting out of debt whether it's a large amount or not. One, it's not easy. It's tough. It sucks. Every day literally is not I mean, it just sucks but we were fortunate to not have any college debt. Um, We were fortunate to not have any credit card debt. We had cars, motorcycle, and a truck at different times. We paid that off in, like I said, just under eight months. You guys had over double, paid it off in 11, and you hear stories of people who are doing this for one year, three years. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, Ours sucked. I couldn't imagine doing this for 11 months with even more money or longer. Here's your, your chance because I want to know what helped you guys the most. Like, How did you stay driven and it's grit at the end of the day? Yeah, how did you is. keep that grit?
0: Dude, it, it, it's it's looking at the future. Um, And I think another thing that you probably don't know but really like put my – Put into perspective was when Kate and I got engaged right we came out and hung out with you guys mm-hmm. um, and you guys took us out and you had budgeted a certain amount of money I didn't even know this but yeah you had budgeted a certain amount of money you wanted to spend on us that night and so you paid for all our drinks food everything to celebrate and Kate came home and told me that that was completely budgeted and it wasn't like a spontaneous yeah it wasn't a spontaneous i've had five beers let me just pay for everything you know what i'm (laughs) saying and i'm like dude that's the coolest thing ever like there was no there was no strain on anything because you you, yeah no guilt no nothing and i'm like i want to do that and that's 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 cool that's
1: the cool thing it is
0: and it's it's thinking about the future and that thing i said earlier about taking that 500 and investing it and having in 20 years having 5.5 million dollars like that was the other thing i'm like Mm -hmm. wow I hope you enjoy your car, like, because it's not costing you forty thousand dollars; it's costing you yeah. five million. Yeah, you know. Um, and the other thing is, we want we want to set up our kids for success as well, um, and we want to show them uh, the way that we did it um, to be successful. And we want to pay for their colleges, and we want um, them to be able to follow their dreams and things like that, and not and not be a part of a family who, who's has stress all the time. Um, another thing is financial fights are one of the biggest things for divorce like that. It puts such a big strain Mm. on your relationship. Um, and we've seen that with people too. Um, and so I think that was a big motivation for us was seeing other people struggle with it and essentially not wanting to be in that position and thinking about our future. And that's what drove us forward was this is totally going to be worth it. Um, and we've seen it because I'm doing what I love. We can pay for my car when it breaks down. All this other stuff that we wouldn't have been able to do earlier. And we had, when we first met with Travis, we had like $4,000 in savings and debt. And we were just going to keep our savings and not pay off our debt. And Was that was hard like, to empty? Did you guys yeah. empty
1: down to 1000 huh. Dude, I freaked the F out yeah. <laughs> when we decided to do it. And yeah. I remember... Because we had, we, we had enough in savings to pay off whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it had a, yeah, it was the car because that was the last thing we had. And I remember calling Travis. And, and for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, Travis is our financial coach. yeah That ironically enough, when we were going through our journey, it's kind of an inter- interesting story. And I don't know if I ever told you this. So Travis knew my mother-in-law. And she knew Samantha and I were going down this journey mm-hmm. and we were just kind of doing our own thing. Dave Ramsey ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were doing it, but we didn't have, we didn't know anybody else that was doing it. Right. She reaches out to me and was like, I know this guy that goes to my church. He, he works with families. He's awesome, et cetera, et cetera. You should meet him. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, well I wake up one morning to an email, sent at like 5am and Travis is in this email. I just felt like God wanted me to introduce you to, I don't, it doesn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, it was a pretty extensive email. And I just remember thinking at the time, like, you know, I don't, I don't have time to kind of meet with a new yeah, guy. Yeah. Right. Looked him up on LinkedIn and I was like, yeah, hey, he, you know, he definitely looks fancy. Like, <laughs> where's your principal? He's a financial advisor. <laughs> right. And, suit and tie. Yeah. Looks suit good. and tie. Yeah, yeah. His teeth look white. <laughs> right. like, he's got it all. You right. know? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hate me for saying that. Uh, but uh we ended up never connecting and then uh, Samantha was at a conference and um, my father-in-law were, was out of town for work and Amy calls me up and is like, hey, we're having a, a leadership class or conference thing at uh, at Prairie Ridge. I know Samantha's gone, Eric's gone, I'm going to it, do you want to join me? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I get in the car and I, I meet her at the church and we're sitting there kind of just going through it and she leans over and is like, hey that's the guy I was telling you about that uh, I wanted you guys to meet. And I was like, oh, I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I never uh, followed <laughs> right. up on that email. You know, I never thought I'd actually meet the guy. Oh, yeah, I know that email. Yeah, yeah. I never did anything. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, oh, so funny. we ended up uh, breaking off into little groups. And lo and behold, of course, Travis has to be in my group. That's great. So Amy introduces us. And that's how Travis and I met. And it was like, hey, let's just get together. And, you know, so... The cool thing about our relationship is we started off as friends before he even went down this path of what Mm -hmm. he's doing now. And Mm -hmm. that's why, I I mean, I fully have trust in him. He's looking out for our best nature. Um, Where was I going before
0: I went down that rabbit trail? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we were talking about. But that's that's such a God thing, too. Mm -hmm. Because... I was at the same point where my parents were like, "Ah, you should take this course, financial peace. It's really cool." I'm like, "Money? Like, blah, I've never <laughs> yeah. been in debt. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need. Yeah, blah. I don't need money, <laughs> advice, whatever." Um, and man, and it was through all the other people who were putting our lives, uh, you know, who gave us inspiration and who went through this, we finally started to see, and it finally came to us. Um, that's why I wanted to start this too, is because there's a lot of people out there who were like us mm-hmm. and we're like, eh, I don't got time for this. I don't have time to meet with somebody, um, to do, I don't need money, advice, whatever. Or um, they
1: think they're doing okay. You yeah. Know, they
0: think they're doing fine. And exactly. Hopefully they can find this as an
1: inspiration to just question like what else is out there. But you hit the head on the nail when you said you had people that you knew that were kind of doing this and. Mm-hmm we were an indirect influence. I mean, we weren't trying to influence you and I'm, you know, I'm grateful you guys found us that way, but that's such a important thing. When you ask, you know, what would you say to somebody is if you can find somebody or mm-hmm. just, I mean, there's so many financial peace university classes going on and that's a good start. And you know, we're not pitching. You have to follow Dave Ramsey, but his philosophies are proven. They help. They're foolproof. They are. There's a million ways to get to this and, and, you know, goal, but it's a good, and it's easy. It's not rocket science, right? But surrounding yourself or finding people, I believe, and I might be wrong. I think it started with Samantha and I, so my dad claims he never knew <laughs> Dave Ramsey, but he was paying off doing the snowball, paying yeah, off the yeah. little things, using that. He, uh-huh. he believes he was doing that. Uh, but we found Dave Ramsey and we kind of introduced them and, uh, my parents are hundred percent debt free they paid off the house a couple years ago, awesome. which is just like unheard of. And they've stayed out of debt since my in-laws debt free, which is just, it's just unheard of. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, not, to be it's like, so unnormal. We don't have a mortgage yet. Yeah. Um, but we also have, I got a, I got a buddy, a close friend of mine, my brother and sister-in-law, they're debt free. Um, just found out I have a coworker that I never knew about. I was talking, his name's Ian and he's like, Hey, I heard you on the Dave Ramsey show and I had no idea that (laughs) he was even and he he was debt free. So it's important in you, Travis, others, it's important to try and find that commonality. It just helps you stay grounded and stay focused and know yeah, you know, to 99% of people, you're weird for doing this and it's probably not right, but not right. But, you know, you're not alone and it's not hard and trust me. It's freaking awesome when you're on
0: the other it's side. It's so awesome. <laughs> Dude, and it's worth it. And, and it's going to take some discipline. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's going to suck mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and there are a couple things you're going to have to give up, live with it, like deal with it. Like you, if you want Starbucks every day, you're going to have to cut back a little bit. I, I trust me. I know the caffeine fix. I drink bangs <laughs> all day, every day. Cause I love caffeine. Caffeine's awesome. Um, but if you're in that position, um, and, th- and there are ways to have fun too. Like when Kate and I were paying off debt, we went out to eat, not near as much, um, but we'd share a meal, we'd get water because beer is way expensive and you have four or five and your bills 40, 50 bucks at the end of the night. <laughs> and there are some times where our bill was split like $12 <laughs> We're like, Well, <"Whoa>, this is <laughs> crazy. I was still hungry at the end yeah. of the night. Um, but we, we were still able to go out and have fun with friends. And I think the mistake that a lot of people make is I'm going to be at home all the time. I'm going to lose all my friends, all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's not it's not true. So
1: We found that too. We, we had some people, uh, when we started telling people no to certain things, mm-hmm. it, It's it's hard because it's embarrassing. Right. Especially when you... I felt like I had a decent income at the time mm-hmm. and we had that image in the past. And to start saying no to things in my eyes, whether people were or not, I'm like, they're questioning they're questioning. Yeah. You know, percent Like why? Why yeah. aren't they going out to dinner? Why aren't they doing that? That was hard for me to give up. Uh-huh. And but it's it's for a certain amount of time. And uh the thing is now, now we can get together and buy somebody's portion exactly. of it. And it's exactly I, I love everything we do but the fulfillment of blessing somebody with a gift or with whatever that means so like i don't know if you've ever done the five seven love love languages or whatever mine's gift giving
0: so is mine is it so is mine (laughs) that's awesome dude i love giving people gifts and kate is complete opposite so it sucks because i'm like oh, i want to get her gift i'm like but she won't like it yeah she's not i surprise samantha all the time because I'm excited. Yes. She's like, oh, thanks, hon. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I thought this was going to go different. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm way more excited than <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah. I'm yeah. completely the same way. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, I'm completely the same way. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, And it, it's weird, too, because it's tough. Because you want to say, hey, we can't go out tonight because, you know, we just can't spend the money. Um, And when you say that, there's this, I don't want to say, like, target, put around your head. But there's this thing that. Now you're being watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we bought a car right out of college. We, it was, I mean, it was kind of forced on us. Kate had a car that was a beater. Um, and her sister needed that car for high school. Um, and so we, we bought her grandparents' car. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so yeah. they gave us a good deal. Um, shouldn't have done it. I mean, we thought it was great at the time. <clears throat> Um, but it was eleven thousand dollars that we didn't have, um, and when we started to pay off our debt, we were thinking to ourselves, "Okay, well, one, we're in debt to family, so if we don't if we don't make our payments, uh, and we show up with an Apple Watch at Christmas, yep. uh, it's dangerous. There's gonna be yeah, yeah, there's gonna be judgment. Yeah. I mean, well, you have the money, but you're not paying it, so pay that off as fast as possible." Um, which was great, but yeah, if they, I mean, if they are their, your friends, they're going to completely understand. Um, and I'm at that point too, where I wish more people would say no, because they didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. There is an obligation to say yes. Um, but don't feel like you have to Mm -hmm. just know that we've been in that position. There are a lot of people in that position and you know, we're completely on your side and we support you and we want you to be smart. Yeah. And if there's a time where you can't afford a lunch, dude, it's on me, you know? Yeah. Um, and th- and that's really cool to be able to do. So it's that,
1: it's that fear of judgment, mm-hmm. of not saying no, because at the end of the day, anything you said no, or I said no, we could have done.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think
1: what I found to help us is we worded it like, hey, we, we can't come to, we chose like, hey, right now we're choosing not to do this. Um because we have other priorities right now Mm -hmm. and wording it differently helped me out. And I think it, people knew, but if you fear that I don't want them to think I can't afford to do something, just think about wording it a little bit different. And that, that Mm -hmm. helped me out because I don't, I mean, is what it is for me. I just, it was more that judgment of I can, you know, I can, I can afford this. Right, Same reason I bought right. that damn car. <laughs> like, right, I can afford right, this. Right, and exactly. It's like, but you can't afford it because yeah, you
0: couldn't buy it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Man. Dude, I don't know. What else? You got anything else? It's been fun. It's been really It's fun. my
1: first podcast, so. First podcast. That's I think crazy. it's just going to get better from here. Gotta be. It's I don't like,
0: know. That's tough. That's going to be
1: tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah, so I peaked, and I, and I, yes. <laughs> peaked at 1230. <laughs> no, I joked, uh, I told you beforehand, I, I told my my oldest, my two-year-old, that oh, daddy's yeah. uh, broadcasting career is about to take off, and I won't forget him when I'm at the top, so That's right. he didn't really understand <laughs> what I was saying, but what? Samantha laughed.
0: That's funny, and mm. she is mad that she can't be on the yes. show, because... <laughs> I should have worded it differently. Cole didn't budget two mics. I didn't budget, I didn't budget three mics total. Three, yes, I budgeted three. two mics. And, yes. and I should have worded it different. I just told her she wasn't important enough, but I should have just <laughs> <laughs> I should have told her I didn't have three mics.
1: Her, uh, her response, I said, hey, Han, Cole has asked me to be on the Cole Den show. <laughs> and she said, you? And I said, yeah. And she goes, am I not allowed to come? <laughs> and I was like... You know, I'll ask him, but I was like, I'm sure he won't care. And that's when we spoke at yeah, the, the airport. Side. And you're sure. like,
0: dude, I only have two mics. I'm and I like, dude, one. I'd love to have her on, but I got two mics. So we will circle back. We need to. More these. Because I, I need to get... I, I'd like to have couples. Uh, because there's so many good uh, different perspectives mm. from the wife's angle too. Um, especially staying at home and stuff. And uh, Man, I gotta.
1: The thing too which I haven't felt like I've really said, is if you have a spouse, it's important that they're on board. Mm-hmm. And for Kate, it was getting you on board, I believe, more. Was it?
0: No, dude. Other way around? Yeah. Okay. It surprised me too because I just came out of nowhere. I was this Because you're, you're a spender, Amazon right? Or- yeah, yeah, I am. I'm still am. But I'm this Amazon ordering package dude. She's She's pretty she's the stick to the mm-hmm. plan and i'm like hey we got extra money let's <laughs> do this you know what i'm saying yeah um i had, I had stuff showing up at my door all the time and then dude just something switched and i got passionate about it i'm like we're hitting this hard yeah. and, and it's and, important
1: yeah. that you both are on the same page mm-hmm. if you're doing it together um i'm the spender the natural spender and Again, I did it because I wanted... I did this whole thing because I just wanted to be be in control and know where everything was Mm -hmm. going. Um, Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, we got on a budget and I I felt like I made more money after we got on a budget, but it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be hard. You talk about financial uh, fights within a marriage and it is the leading cause of divorce. Mm -hmm. Samantha and I still have arguments and we, up until, I'd probably say a year, year and a half ago, Never had a single financial fight, which is incredible. Um, I don't think we're as detailed on the budget. Um, we still have arguments now, and it's more because I want to allocate more money to the house renovation <laughs> <Yeah>. fund. <laughs> and she goes, No, we need toilet paper, right? <laughs> you know, right, like, right. I can get this, let's get the single ply, yeah, no, yeah we're not exactly. getting single ply. Let's
0: so let's get the reusable, the, <laughs>
1: yeah, the washable toilet paper. <laughs> um, so we still have our arguments in, in, in that, and getting out of debt getting your life on track and on a budget, it's not going to eliminate that because it's, that's not how life works. So uh, we we don't want to come across saying you got to do this in your life. is You're never going to have a cloudy day because right, it's still right. going to rain. It's still going to pour, mm-hmm. but you're going to get less wet. You're, pre- you're prepared for you're the storm. Yes. And it's, so yeah. it's totally worth it. And I, I talk to people all the time that want to do this. They start and then... 8 months later when they would have been done mm-hmm. hey where are you guys at oh you know i i i honestly haven't done that since 6 months ago right something came up yeah. and yeah and it's it's you know like my heart kind of goes out to him yeah. because you know what it's like being on the other side as we've discussed and yep. it's, you know you just want to help them and, and be there for them but anybody that is thinking about it or questioning it or doesn't know where to start talk to Cole On the cool net and (laughs) show talk to myself or we have a coach. Travis Shelton is great too. I mean, you're not going to lose anything. No, you get a second opinion.
0: Not at all. No. And, and what you need to understand is, and the other, the other purpose of this show was to interview people who are just like us. Mm -hmm. Like we're not famous actors. We don't make hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars a year. Um, but we're just normal people who have had the same problems with money that you're having right now. And with some hard work, some discipline, um, and a right plan, we were able to get out of it. Yep. Um, you're not alone. You, we've all had a problem with money. We've all had the same problems. So reach out to any of us. Um, we'll give you our advice, uh, what worked for us, what didn't work for us. Um, what we think might work best for you, anything like that. Um, also, when we get a house, oh, I, I do want your opinion on one thing. Let's do it. But um, I'm here after, all day. after this. <laughs> oh, after this. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, I want. I I need a kitchen table from you mm. because I got no room for a kitchen table in my super nice townhome. so nice <laughs> smells amazing it does uh there's like a, a strawberry shortcake candle unreal unbelievable it makes you um, want to lick it it, it does so make good. you want to lick it it's it's very dangerous um <laughs> uh, but i i want to i want to give you a chance for a plug too like where if people want some sweet furniture where do they where do they contact you where do where do they where do they get um, you at yeah
1: so that's just a side thing side hustle Samantha and I've always done we're we're not actively advertising like mm-hmm. we've done in the past just because our priorities in life have changed a lot in terms of our goal is to finish off this house but I still do things occasionally on the side in between projects uh, as we cash flow our projects it's not like we just you know have it as soon as one's done so there's there's some time in there but reach out to me I'll be very direct on what I feel like I can do and can mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I want to do is something ineffectively and then leave somebody not satisfied. So right. reach out to me on I, I Samantha and I usually focus on kitchen tables and benches. We have more of that farmhouse, uh, style, um, I don't go too modern just because it's not a passion of mine. And I don't feel like I could do a modern table.
0: Right. <laughs> just jo- all black. My joints might not add up. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All black with metal. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, I mean, no, I appreciate that. But mm-hmm. I'll, get, I'll get all your information too yeah. in the notes and stuff. And, and people can click and, and contact you through that. But the thing I wanted to ask you about. So I read this story about this couple and you obviously have a house own a house are, are great with that so this couple was trying to save up for a house with cash right and so what they did was they just kept saving up and saving up and every time they feel like they got to a point the houses they want would just you know be more expensive and so they just keep saving up and saving up eventually they're at like five hundred thousand dollars Saved up because they wanted to pay for this house in cash. And they thought to themselves, they go, we have all this money and we're going to put it on a house. Now a house is a good asset, right? But instead of buying a house, what they did was they put it into a fund that I don't know what percent, maybe 6% or something, but that fund pays them like $2,000 a month. And so they're renting. They said, we have all this money. We don't want to put it towards a house we're renting but essentially we get our rent paid for and Mm -hmm. more per month Mm -hmm. because we put this money in this fund and i was like dang i am okay as of right now with not owning a house i I mean i don't know obviously i want to own a house um but that kind of like sparked my interest Mm -hmm. because i was like
1: man well, renting's for the devil. You know that.
0: Renting rent. is, yeah. Renting is the devil. <laughs> Nobody should ever rent. Nobody should ever rent. Because you're throwing away equity. Come on, away guys. Equity. You're Come on away, guys. You're paying
1: for someone else's You know, Jeez. principal. Um, no, I think it's an interesting uh, idea. I do know a handful of people that have a decent amount of money, and it's just sitting in a savings account. And I, the, the hard thing is, is if you're going to invest that, your money's kind of tied up. You can mm. still get it back. Mm-hmm. Any interest earned, you're going to pay you know your tax rate on. You can still get it back. I think there's probably depending on who you go through and, and where it's at a penalty right. if you take it out <clears throat> within mm-hmm. three months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the fear most people have. But I mean, if you got a large chunk of money, and you're not, and I know people that are large chunk of money for houses, for land, for whatever. And it's sitting in the savings account earning a third of a 1%. Yeah. And it's like, and I know they've had it there for five plus years. Right, right. I'm like, yeah. my last, the last time I just checked, my portfolio was at thirty one and a half percent. Yeah. And if you did five years ago, you could probably withdraw uh-huh. that, uh-huh. pay some taxes, and it would be worth thirty one and a half percent more today. Yeah. You guys are missing out on yeah. a lot of
0: money. Right, right, right. But
1: there's, I mean, there's, there's two sides to it.
0: Right. And, and... Obviously you'll you'll get the money back with the house too. But mm-hmm. what I didn't know and what kind of blew me away was we were talking with Travis and, and he had his house paid off, right? Yep. But he was still paying seven hundred dollars a month. Property taxes. Property tax insurance. And insurance. It's I'm like, crazy. so essentially you owe the home. You own the home, but you don't owe the home because you're still yes. like cheaply renting, even if it's completely yep. paid off. Property tax is tough. When we, when we were
1: in a small town in, in our last town, and we had like we were matching our property taxes like more than what my parents were living in Ankeny. And if I remember right, property taxes were brought into effect to fund a past war. <laughs> my history friends are gonna kill me for this. <laughs> I am not a history buff, but it was sp- once the war concluded yeah God, i hope i'm right <laughs> it was supposed to be like you know it was supposed to end right, right yeah so think about it you bought this house it's on this chunk of land mm-hmm. you own it mm-hmm. but the government owns, owns the actual the, land yeah, and you land. pay them infinity right like it never it's it's no like maturity uh, date
0: have you seen that uh mcdonald's movie uh which one uh gosh it was the founder of mcdonald's uh uh-uh. um essentially that's what he did so he couldn't i mean he bought all the land that mcdonald's was on really and yeah i, I think you can buy that well i mean i know you can buy land really help movie buffs aren't gonna me we're about to get roasted here that is um <laughs> but there, there were there was something where yeah he ended up buying all the land for the mcdonald's and then <laughs> the essentially mcdonald's had to rent out the <laughs> land there was something he did super smart Interesting. Uh, yeah, Interesting. and made a lot of money out of it. Interesting. <laughs> um, because, yeah, so, yeah. Cool. Essentially the same thing. But that, that was my thought because I was like, essentially, you're never done renting. Yeah, no. I mean. So those who my, say renting is throwing away money.
1: I think my parents said that um, they still have like 600 bucks a month. They pay yeah, for that's mortgage, crazy. Or the property tax. And that's insurance. crazy. And,
0: th- and that's kind of why it was so enticing for me for putting that into an account and then even just letting letting it grow a little bit, but have it pay for your rent. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're still paying money, but it's... Yeah, but you're not working for but it. But you're not it's working, working for you. it. It's working for you. Yeah. Essentially, you're getting it for free. Yep. You're just living for free. Yeah. And, I don't know, if you don't need a house and you're fine where you're at, um, that's cool with me. Yeah. Or... I've always wanted to build a tiny house. Dude. But those I are have too many deer, so deer heads cool, for a tiny house. Like, I would <laughs> need a deer head tiny house. That, I know. I, I feel like I could pare down, but it would, it would hurt. Cause yeah. I have a lot of equipment that I need. Like you still live I need, in like a room. Minimalist yeah. lifestyle. Trying to. Yeah. With, with some things. I wear a black shirt every day. I got clothes. I'm super minimalist. Mm-hmm. Same sweatpants, same black shirt. Um, got all just all black yeah. underwear whatever you know um dude but, i could build a tiny house like a week for you if you need to dude don't get me excited like that <laughs> we'll talk oh god. my god let's get
1: these shelves up first
0: <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> yeah i try but uh i i don't think i can call myself minimalist i have too much stuff that i don't need yeah um I, I pretend it adds value, but yeah. it's it's just here makes you happy. You see that guitar behind you? Yeah, I see you, the. Yeah, I don't play I see the basketball hoop behind yeah, your the door. I shoot. I <laughs> shoot <laughs> okay. basketball, but I, I don't play guitar, yeah. so it's it's there. It it's there cool. to look cool, yep. you know. So, oh man, dude. Right on. Well, we're an hour uh, thirty minutes in, Woo. so dude, we, we ripped it. You did beat Travis. I'm I'm impressed. You at the airport, you were like. I don't want to talk too much, yeah. I'm like, dude. Please talk as much as you can. This is not your. Yeah. Travis told me he was on a couple podcasts that shut him off at like twenty three minutes, because that's the ideal time for the most views. Oh my god, that people will listen to. Really? Like, See, hey, I this don't. Isn't your I don't mess pod- with that because when I download, it's when I'm driving,
1: and I don't want a twenty three minute same, podcast.
0: Same. Same. And you know there there's a time and and reason to look at your analytics and stuff Mm -hmm. and see what's working and what's not working but if you're just doing it to have more people listen to it and you're skipping out on all this cool information that ain't for me yeah so no dude we got an hour 30 jam-packed of just some stuff dude i love it 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 was so fun yeah i was worried about when i (laughs) when i get talking about something i'm passionate about dude i'm the worst i same i love it no it's it's great though it was perfect I thought it went well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. We'll definitely, you know, when we get a sponsor and we just make it huge and we're like the number one finance podcast on... Yeah. Bang, I'm looking at you. I got an entire fridge. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Not necessary, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Filled with bang. Um, So we'll take you as a sponsor. Um, We'll take... (laughs) Only products I believe in. (laughs) So... (laughs) Well, once we start making some money, we'll get a, we'll get another <laughs> microphone, a couple more cameras, you know, set this back. I'll, I'll, I'll dedicate an entire room just for podcasts. There you go. Uh, yeah, so then uh, then we can do whatever we want with it. This be full-time. Yep. Love it. All right, my man. Thanks again for coming on. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with somebody. Um, that's it. That's all we want to do. We, wa- we want this to reach people who are having trouble with money and who feel stuck because we've been there. Um, We felt stuck and we've gotten out by the help of some great friends and family and mentors. And, and that's what we're trying to do here. So if you enjoyed it, grab some value from it, you know, leave a like, leave a review five star. If you didn't like it, just don't, don't leave a one star. (laughs) Tell us why so we can improve. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Tell us why so we can improve. Uh, But, but share it with people who you think might need it. Um, And we're very grateful for that. So, uh, this has been the and Show, and we will see you next time. Peace.